Hey guys, welcome to Latin Vegan or Latino Vegano. And this is episode number 48. And you know I'm your host, Roger, and I love talking about veganism from all perspectives. Latina. Latinoyvegano.com This week, I really wanted to touch um, base with you guys about a specific topic. I want to talk about fitness. I want to talk about nutrition. But I want to, of course, talk it from a plant-based perspective or from a vegan's perspective. And I wanted to talk about this is because um, I recently started training clients on the fitness aspect as well, uh, not only on the um, lifestyle, but also on the fitness aspect. So I'm combining both. And a lot of them uh, has always questions about fitness and nutrition, what to eat, what not to eat, what is it that I need to, how much protein do I need to take, all these questions. So I, I said, you know what, let me go ahead and, and create a episode about this particular topic and share it with um, the whole entire audience in the universe so everybody can benefit of this information when it comes to fitness and nutrition from a plant-based perspective. So the first thing I want to talk about, guys, is my overview. What I'm going to be touching about or talking is, I mean, I'm going to be talking about mindset. You have to have the right mindset, the proper mindset. You want to talk about nutrition from a fitness perspective. We want to be talking about the famous protein question. Calorie deficit versus calorie density, the plant-based versus other diets, and the macronutrients. So that's going to be my overview. So right away, I want to talk about what's a mindset. What's the kind of mindset that you need to have? You need to have the proper mindset when it comes down to anything in life. This can apply for training. This can apply for business. This can apply for school. This can apply for relationships. It doesn't really matter, but you really have to have the right mindset. When I come to mindset, I call a positive mindset is the most powerful tool for reaching to your goals. This is exactly because you already visualize that goal. You already have it inside your mind and then the rest is just kind of working towards it. So you don't have to worry about what's the goal or how I'm going to get there. You just got to focus on what is it. So you, you cannot achieve significant goals if you don't have the proper mindset because it combines the mind and the body, right? So you have to have a combination of the proper mindset, the proper skills to be able to accomplish your goal. So to be able to have the proper mindset, I'm going to give you guys five tips to, so you can empower or you can, you can stay locked in when it comes down to mindset. The first one is set goals. This is, this is the easiest one in my opinion, because the set, a goal is basically, okay, what is it that you want to accomplish? You want to lose weight? You want to gain weight? You want to build muscle? Who do you want to look like? How's your body is going to develop? What's the outcome? So set yourself a goal. Set yourself a time frame for that goal. And at the same time, visualize that goal. So once you visualize that goal and you set that goal, you are already halfway. Trust me, you halfway in. So that's help you to have the proper mindset. Now, number two, you got to be patient. Bodies and changes doesn't happen overnight. The Great Wall of China was not built overnight. So it takes time for your body to adjust, to change, to build, to lose that fat, to gain weight, to build muscles. So much to show, well, it takes some time. It might be months. It could be years. Yeah, you don't know. Genetics plays a small role there. But it takes time. So you just got to be patient and continue working and stay with it. Okay. Consistency. For me, 
that's key. After goal setting, goal, goal setting, for me, consistency is one of my biggest thing because a lot of people lack on consistency. They hire a training coach, for example, for a month or two, they might see some result, but after that, they stop working out or they stop, you know, progressing. So you got to be consistent when it comes to transforming your body and anything you do in life, business, school, whatever it is, what you do in that end up doing, you really have to be consistent and put the work over and over and again. You got to go train. You got to stay consistent with your food. You got to stay consistent with your sleep. So it's a variety of things that you have to really stay consistent. Number four, do you, do you, what I mean with do you stop comparing yourself. You, you can't have an image of an ideal body that you envision, but that doesn't mean that you hating or that you want to become now this person. No, it's, it's kind of like uh, the visualization. He helped you with the visualization. So stop comparing yourself to well, why she have this, or why he has this, why I not, not. Stop doing that. Focus on you and your qualities, your potential, because we're all different. Focus on what can you do, how can you get there. That should be the main focus, not what others are doing, not what others have and don't have and all that kind of stuff. Do not focus on that. Focus on you. And last but not least, man, you got to put the work. Work and consistency comes along. What I mean put the work is you cannot just go halfway in. Maybe, you know, you might not feel in it one day, but even if you're not feeling it, you still, you still go and push yourself as much as you can. Be consistent. And at the same time, you got to put the work. Building a body, getting in shape, all those things doesn't just come from not training. You really have to go train. You really have to train. You have to do cardio. You have to do your weightlifting or whatever. Is it talking about weightlifting? But we could be talking about cycling. We're going to talking about karate. We're going to talking about, um, martial arts, jujitsu, whatever it is. It don't, don't really matter. You can plug in whatever physical activity we're talking about, but you still have to put the work. I mean, whatever is that you like going. So those are my five tips to get into a proper mindset. And you can apply this to anything. Like I said, set goals, be patient, be consistent, do you and put the work. One thing that I want to talk to you guys is that a lot of people don't understand that when it comes down to fitness, um, building muscle, getting in shape, 80% of that whole scenario come from your diet. 80%. That other 20% it weightlifting and exercises and training. And I could probably say 90-10, but I'm going to stick to 80-20 because it's a better number. So yeah, 80-20. So 80% of what you do or what you're not doing, either you're losing weight or gaining weight, is related to your diet. As simple as it sounds. To lose fat and build mass, muscle mass, you have to eat right. That's all it comes down to it. It's not very complicated. It's not very complicated. I can literally give you the formula right now, but I have it written down for, for those um, slides. But bottom line is you just got to eat right. 80% of what you do of your entire working out journey is dieting 
or he's eating the right food. And we're going to talk about that. All right. I, I get this question answered a lot. So what about, what about your protein, bro? Where do you get your protein? Do I need a high protein diet? That seems to be a very common question when it comes down to um, weightlifting, training, and all these things. People always have this this preconception and pre pre idea that you know you need to have a high protein diet because of you require that for for weight training and lifting weights and and building muscle. And there are some truth to that, but not to some extent. So first of all. Let me let me clarify this. Um, you do not need a high protein diet to build muscle. High protein diet, such as like Zone Atkins and all these keto diet and all these sort of tri- diet, they're very popular. Um, and we can see why people take advantage of those, uh, and why people consume a high protein diet and they stay away from carbohydrates. But the reality is that a high-protein diet might lead to weight loss. Yeah, it might. However, they fail in providing you with the essential nutrients for a healthy body. So I put that into perspective, right? Do you want to have a sustainable life where you can live longer, live healthier, or you just want to be able to crash yourself or have a a quote-unquote diet that is going to give you some validation, some instant gratification, and then at the end of the day, this stuff is not going to work on the long run. So I'll let you guys think about that for a minute. Right? While high-protein diet does lead to weight loss, they might have an alarming flaw. Like, really? We leads to unbalanced meal plans that describe one of the other's essential nutrients for a healthy body. However, that doesn't have to be the case. It doesn't have to be the case. You do not have to not be able to eat the food you want or eat healthier just because, you know, you want to lose weight. So what is protein? So protein is one of the three main micronutrients along with carbohydrates and fats. Those are the three essential micronutrients. That's why when people talk about micros, macros, macros, they're basically talking about the three essential micronutrients, protein, fats, and carbohydrates. So is these are three essential micronutrients we're we are talking about. And you have people eating high-protein diet, diet with almost no to low carb and then high fat. How then in that sense you're getting an essential micronutrient? So you basically you're taking away one of the essential micronutrients out of, your, out of your diet just because you consider this micronutrient to um, is high in weight gaining. So that's one question that I ask myself and I ask people too. So when you work out, involve breaking down muscle tissue or fibers in order to grow bigger and stronger muscles. And protein is required to repair and grow muscle tissue. Also, it's a good to note that protein is the final source of energy after both carbohydrates and fats are depleted, making it perfect for those who wish to burn fat and lose weight. To have a better understanding of what protein really is, let me go ahead and try to break it down easier for you guys. It's a large molecule composed of smaller units known as amino acid. Today, we can identify about 20 types of amino acid. 
different types of amino acid are actually derived from different combinations of amino acid. Different types of proteins are actually derived from different combinations of amino acid. This essential micronutrient can be found in any, any part of the human body. So basically you have protein all over your body, your organs, hair, skin, nails, eye, nose, lips are all made of protein. Basically, there will be a more, no, basically there will be no muscle growth without protein or well, a lot of the body parts actually. So let's talk about protein rich superfood or some food in the plant kingdom that are high in protein. So we have beans, quinoa, tofu, seitan, nuts, seed, broccoli, grains. So pretty much every single food in the plant-based kingdom is, is nutrient dense, is high in protein or has proteins and some part of protein. So it's basically guys, there's hardly any meal, any food that does not contain some sort of protein. So it's, it's difficult to be lacking on protein. The question should not be where your protein comes from or what's your protein source is with your fiber, where your fiber come from. So a whole food plant-based diet has protein in pretty much every single food you eat. A banana has one gram of protein. So basically what you just need to do is consume the amount that you need and the higher quantity. So basically that comes down to it. But hey guys, protein is pretty much in every food you eat, especially in the plant-based kingdom. The focus on burning more calories than you eat is a simple way many people talk about weight loss. So I'm talking about Caloric deficit versus caloric density. What is that? However, studies have shown that diet based on low calories, density food tends to be more healthy and effective for weight management than the simple calories in versus calories out approach. So in a calorie density diet, without going into too much because this could be just a whole conversation by itself or a whole episode by itself. If you eat a whole food plant-based diet, it not only is nutrient dense, but it's low calorie dense as well. So you have the opportunity to chew more low calorie meals, eat more, feel better, get filled up, enjoy those meals better. Then when you have to eat, and then they'll actually process your body process them even better than when you have to eat, let's say animal product, big amounts, so you can be full. And then doesn't have the sustainability in the healthiness that a plant based offers you caloric deficit. So this is when people talk about consuming um, less calories. So what is a caloric deficit? A caloric deficit is, is any shortage in the amount of calories consumed relative to the amount of calories required for maintenance of your current body weight. So this is when you talk about, hey, um, you eat to eat this amount of calories so you can lose weight or gain weight, right? And I got this meme says, 
uh, how to stay in a caloric deficit. You have to live weight three or four times a week, eat a lot of veggies, sleep between seven to nine hours a day, drink at least two to three liters of water, include protein in every meal. Don't refuse some snacks. Eat plenty of whole food. Reduce alcohol consumption. I would say eliminate it. And then learn from your mistake and repeat, basically. That's what it's saying. But um, a caloric deficit, basically co- compared to a caloric density, one is you know, basically you eat more high-density food, uh, and then that allows your body to ins- whoever um, whoever is looking to lose weight to, to kind of go into a, a losing weight machine, uh, but also you can maintain eating the right amount of calories. In a calorie deficit, is you consume less calories than what your body needs. So if you are uh, you trying to lose weight, for example, by eating less calorie and having some kind of physical activity, you should be able to burn that, that weight. So that's the difference between uh, calorie deficit and calorie density. So from a uh, plant-based um, perspective, some of the benefits of having a plant-based diet is uh, the ones that I described. I got this information from the T. Colin Campbell Nutritional Studies, and uh, they played a really good job in, in promoting the lifestyle base. And I, I'm honored to say that I uh, graduated from the uh, Plant-Based Academy. And these are some of the things that I wanted to share with you guys. What are the benefits of a plant-based diet and why you need to stay away from animal products? So you want to stay in the greens, right? You want to eat whole food, plant-based, vegetable, emphasize on leafy green, legume, fruit, intact whole grains, nuts, and seeds. That's pretty much what you want to keep your diet to, right? Then with uh, minimal, minimal, um, Presentation will be processed food. So here we have like whole plant food that are one to three steps away from nature with minimal ingredients like whole grain, pasta, bread, and cereal. So that's, uh, you, you, you want to consume that, but to a minimum, don't, don't, don't overdo it. Now, then you have your plant-based processed food. And then this one's now you start getting into the red zone, right? Uh, which is, I still, it's still plant-based. Um, it's still, it's still a better option than the um, animal-based option, but um, but if for optimal optimal health, you want to try to stay away from this. Processed plant fragments often combined with other ingredients, white bread, protein bars, plant-based cheese products, etc. So anything around those lines, like heavily processed stuff, you want to start to stay away from those. Now, the ones that you want to completely, completely avoid, uh, we got salt, oil, and sugars. Now, salt, oils, and sugar is mostly we're talking about when you're cooking, you're cooking with oil or buying greasy food or buying like donuts, uh, you know, all type of sweet and beverage and most packaged food. All those stuff, you want to try to completely avoid those because they're completely unhealthy, they're heavily processed, they're completely unhealthy. And then last but not least, you want to completely avoid any animal product, any food out in the derivative. Any animal product that comes from an animal source, beef, fish, poultry, all dairy, yogurt, cheese, milk, meats, fried food, completely eliminate those from your diet. So for optimal here, you want to stay in the green and then work your way down. But for, and then completely eliminate the last two, you know, the SOS, which is salt, oil, and sugar, and any animal product, completely wipe that from your diet if you're already consuming those. So you got to go 
work your way up to the green. So I'm okay if you want to go ahead and transition by going to the plant-based processed food and then work your way up. I think for um, for a lot of, of us, that has been the gradual transition. Yo, but before I talk about macros, I just have to ask you a basic question. What is your fitness goal? What is it? Because regardless of how you approach it, either you decided to go with intuitive eating, which uh, it will be a topic that I will be talking uh, further down, or, or you decided to track your macros, which a lot of people are doing lately, what is it that is your fitness goal? The key to building muscle is proper training and nutrition, not relies on supplement, which is another topic for another podcast, the supplement industry. You guys see that I already mentioned supplement right now. Let me do a parenthesis here because I want to focus mostly on whole food plant-based eating for sustainability, not not just to a quick fit, so just to gain muscle right now. I want to be able to um, nutrient you guys with or or express you guys or give you guys knowledge based on on what it, it what it is for optimal optimal health, not just you know just to gain um, muscle or, or, or look a certain way. It's, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. So, what is your biggest fitness goal? You want to lose weight? Or you want to gain muscle? So, when it comes to macronutrient, there is a term called TDEE, which stands for total daily energy expenditure. What is that, right? Your total daily energy expenditure is like how, how much calories do you need on a day to be able to keep your weight? So how much calorie you have to be eating daily? So when it comes to tracking macros, um, it's pretty simple. Once you know this number, it's a number, right? So let's say that number is, is going to be based on age, gender, height, weight, activity level, and goals. So there's plenty of, of, of way that you can get this information from. Um, I'm going to link some sources in the description of the video and at the end of this video or this podcast as well. And, but at the same time, if you have a trainer, he or she can help you with this. If you don't have one, you can get one as well. Otherwise, you can just find this information online as well. But based on your age, gender, height, weight, activity level, then it's going to provide you with a number. So I'm assuming that Based on those requirements, my number is, I don't know, 3,000 calories a day. Okay. So now I know that for me to be able to maintain my weight, I have to consume 3,000 calories daily. That's it, right? Now, that's going to give you a breakdown because you, remember, we talk about three key micronutrients, protein, fat, and carbohydrate. So it's going to be a breakdown. There's a percentage of those 3,000 calories that are going to come from protein. There's a percentage of those 3,000 calories that are going to be fat. And then there's a percentage of those 3,000 calories that are going to be carbohydrate. And then those combines, all those three combines are going to give you that 3,000 number. That's how you calculate your macronutrient. There's another way you can do this, which is uh, intuitive eating, uh, which is a different other method, which basically is just eat when you're hungry uh, intuitively. And that's going to be a conversation that I'm going to have on a further um, video or audio. However, I just wanted to touch a bit about the macronutrient portion of it. So going back to what I was saying, once you had that number, so let's say my number is 3,000. Now I know that, okay, to maintain my weight, this is what I had to consume daily on a regular basis. Now, if I want to lose weight, they uh, advise 
the advice is to consume 500 grams lower than my TDEE number. So if my number is 3,000 and then they say if I want to lose weight, I have to consume 500 grams less. So we're talking about 25. So I have to consume 2,500 calories for me to be able to start seeing some, of course, combined with activity exercises and we'll start seeing me dropping some weight. So that's one of the, uh, the key components. Same way is you want to increase, you want to gain weight, then you have to eat a little bit more than those 3,000, right? To be able to, uh, gain some weight. Uh, and, and those numbers can, you can play around depending on, on those numbers, but that's on a nutshell, basically how you calculate your macros or how you, you consume, uh, the sufficient food you need to either lose weight or gain weight based on your goals. All right, guys. So in recap, I want to say that for optimal health, you want to adopt a whole food plant-based diet. Eliminate all the, all the animal product and focus on eating whole food plant-based. Simple as that. A whole food plant-based diet is nutrient-dense and low-calorie-dense. Right? To lose weight, you're going to burn more calories than you take. As simple as that. To gain weight, eat more calories and burn less. I also want to add this is that if you know your TDEE number for losing weight, you go out about 500 calories lower that number. And if you want to gain weight, you go a couple grams, a couple of grams higher that number so you can start seeing some weight um, gaining. If you just want to maintain, just maintain that um you maintain that calorie intake daily and you should be fine. Good nutrition plus weight training equal to muscle mass and stay fit. And you want to stay away from animal product, from toxic junk food and any sugary food. That's, those are not good for you. Remember guys, the great wall of China was not built in one day. It takes time to transform your body. Just keep pushing it. Here are some of the resources uh, where I can find some of the information, some of the um, calorie and macro trackings. You can find more information about nutrition, and especially from a plant-based perspective, guy. So basically, I just wanted to thank you guys uh, always for tuning in, for enjoying, for um, being supportive when it comes down to Latino Vegano and the project is in this project. Anyone that is uh, interested in, in getting more information from a fitness standpoint, Focusing more on a plan base on that yet. You're more than welcome to give me a, a call. I'm in all social media. Uh, my information is all over, all over the internet, but at the same time, you can just link, um, the description in this video or audio. And I'm, I'm always put on my social media there so people can reach out to me as they need to. But at the same time, if you have any questions related to nutrition, did you have any questions related to, um, veganism, if you have any questions related to fitness in the plant-based uh, approach, hey, um, I'm all here, I'm all here, um, I'm a couple clicks away, and I'll answer all my DMs, so I appreciate guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you guys in the next episode of Latino Vegano, and you know, love, peace. Gracias por escuchar Latino y Vegano. Un show donde se habla todo lo relacionado sobre el veganismo entre la comunidad latina. No olviden suscribirse a este podcast, seguirnos en Instagram, Facebook, YouTube y a visitarnos en latinoyvegano.com.